Oh, great, I don't have a mark on my face, yeah. and I upset son and listeners, and I just turned 22 years old. I must be the greatest. Right. Now, I told the world, I talk to God every day. Oh. If God's with me, can't nobody be against me, Sonny. I shook up the world. I shook up the world. I shook up the world. God almighty, smack your mother's ass and call her Sally. It's episode 57 of the world's greatest podcast, Pillow Fort Radio. Tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller. It's your boy. It's Dutch. Today I'm joined solely by the Marquis de Malcontent, the vanilla gorilla. Oh, Chucky Tater Sex over there. <laughs> Um, yeah, dubious in their absence is dubious the right word. Conspicuous in their absence. Conspicuous in their absence is uh, Elena and Aaron. I like to think they're riding a tandem bike at the moment. <laughs> well, I, I don't know that I should talk about it, but I know where they, where they are. Aaron's been talking. They both been talking a lot to me about um, how they're not really satisfied with just the duality of their relationship just two people okay and they've actually invited me in to be the third in their relationship oh the menage yeah well they want to be they're polyamorous they're okay yeah Aaron's, i mean that's not just that's poly and bi yeah yeah he's proud that he's poly and bi and uh, they've invited me to be the third and i'm just not attracted to elena aaron wildly attracted to <laughs> i'm just not attracted to elena so i told them well i'm i love them both very deeply and passionately even one of them, uh, that I would pass up on their offer. And what they've done is they've went to a swingers convention to try and find a third, maybe even a fourth, a couple. So they're going to bring them back here and they're going to be on the show with us. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to buy more mics, essentially. This is going to end up costing me money. <laughs> well, then we have to tank this. We have to. Then you're going to have to buck up, sir. Hey, let's ride this fucking thing into the rocks this episode. Last one. Ready? Break. <laughs> Yeah, they went to the world's lar- largest swinger convention. Uh, nice. By the end of it, if uh, Elena's had as, had as many sticking out of her as she had stuck in her, she might look like a porcupine. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Aaron, too, though. Yeah, yeah. Because he's bi. Yeah. Anywho, rest in peace, Muhammad Ali. See yeah. that smooth segue? There? Yeah, it's very smooth. Smooth. The greatest of all time. I'm like, Charlie, smooth, very smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Learning a lot. He's a... Uh, they changed everything, really, about sports and well, sports entertainment, even. Well, he we changed the, everything about black people in America. Think about it. Brash, outspoken, in a time when actually... You were expected to keep your mouth shut yeah, do your job, boy. But think about this. Think about this, too. Um, he actually did it in a time where it was actually slightly more palatable than when Jack Johnson did it. It's very Because Jack Johnson did the same thing. In the 40s. Yeah. Well, no, he was in like in the 20s. Jesus, fuck, my timeline is way off. This and is he, the 90s right now, right? Yeah. 
Come on, guys. <laughs> Get with the 90s. Mick World! <laughs> it's the 90s. <laughs> 90s roared. <laughs> they were kind of like the 80s, except... It, well, they were really like the 80s, actually. So, so the first half of the 90s was a lot like the 80s. Yeah. The second half of the 90s was a lot like the first half of the 90s. Yeah. God damn it. That was... That was we were talking about the greatest... 90s. What have we done? What have we done? The computer seems to be limping along over here. It's trying. Gosh darn it, it's trying. It's fine. Um, I don't know why it's jumping like that. No, I was saying Jack Johnson, uh, he dated white women. He was outspoken, fearless. Great fucking big-ass bear of a man. Like, he was huge. And James Earl Joe pl- playing, James Earl Jones played him in um, Great White Hope. And the Great White Hope is, is that they could get... Um, Oh hell, Jack Dempsey! I think it was. I think they got. They tried to get Jack Dempsey to come out and beat him in a fight, and Jack Dempsey got up humbled by Jack Johnson. I think it was Jack Dempsey, and um, you know, Ali came out along at a time, but you can make the argument that even though he was more brash and it was more accepted when he became when he went into the nation of Islam, that totally threw a monkey wrench into everything. Yeah, like, a lot of white people weren't comfortable with that. No, and they were, and there was, there were still a lot of white people and black people, I might add, who refused to call him Muhammad Ali. They would just call him Cassius Clay. Yeah. So, um, there was I, guys in a barbershop in New York. The, I, I, there's actually some secret video of that. Yeah, let's 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 bring that up. I'll pull that video up if I can find it. Yeah, there's some guys. There's some secret video of it, and they're and they're respected figures in that part of the in that part of Queens, New York. So, man, we really set that up without even knowing what each other was doing. Yeah. You know, it's- mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying to find that video. Yeah, it's it's buried deep because, you know, in the current climate in America, their comments would be rather incendiary. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we really need to um this episode might really Listen. Real Americans. Powerful pound. Sugar Ray Robinson, the greatest fighter ever lived. He's got a point. Oh, come on, man. What about Joe? He Lewis? does. The Brown Bomber. Now that was a great boxer. So does that Jewish Damn gentleman. Right. Yes. I suppose nobody in here ever heard of Cassius Clay. See, there we go. There he goes. <laughs> Cassius Clay was a bad motherfucker. Yeah, I ain't saying Clay ain't bad. I'm just saying I stopped liking Cassius Clay. What's the change name to Muhammad Ali? What kind of shit is that? Wait a second. Wait a second. A man has the right to change his name to whatever he wants to change it to. And if a man wants to be called Muhammad Ali, God damn it, this is a free country. You should respect his wishes and call the man Muhammad Ali. His mama named Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Mm-hmm. That's right. I say Clay. Get out of here. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He can always be Clay to me. I don't give a fuck what chain name to. He is Clay. He Clay to me. I say Clay. Well, then you're a putz. The three of you. Three putzes. You should change the name outside from Mighty Shop to the three putzes. See, we had some interference there because, you know, we're being tracked by the NSA with those comments. Well, of course, know. we're always being tracked by the NSA. Well, yeah, but I I've mean, made that a goal of mine, really. Yeah. yeah. They have lots of video of me masturbating. Me too. I send it to them. I'm like, here you go, guys. Don't even bother tapping my 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 camera on my uh, laptop. I'll just send you the tapes. And I send them tapes every month. They've got a backlog. <laughs> they have enough to go on. <laughs> but yeah, you, Muhammad Ali was probably as important a figure as uh, Martin Luther King. Oh, yeah, I would say definitely. I mean, 
Because a lot of people don't like hearing political speeches, but everybody likes watching boxing. Well, when you couple po- politics with sports, you've got something. And unfortunately, most of the sports figures we have nowadays are cunts. So with really nothing to say. Um, we've got one Tom Brady who I despise. And he is a Donald Trump supporter, by the way. Um which fits in nicely with such a cunty individual. I mean, he, why do you think he's a cunt? I, don't, uh, uh, I just never liked him. He's a he's arrogant. He's a pretty boy. He's a fuck. I just never liked him. He's also the greatest quarterback ever to lace. Up Fair enough, I, dude. I'm not doubting the guy's <laughs> athletic ability or even calling that into question. You, I think you just dislike successful people. There is evidence to support that. <laughs> there is true evidence to support that. <laughs> no, that's not true. But, I know it's not true. But I'm being hyperbolic. I know. We're in a hyperbolic chamber. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> click, click. <laughs> um, no, I don't like him because um, he, A, played for Michigan. Don't like Michigan. Meat chicken, me either. Um even though your daughter lives there. She does. But she actually lives in a very nice part of Michigan. Have you ever been to Ann Arbor? I've never. Don't. I know. <laughs> the big house is a shithole, by the way. I it's, do my best to stay out of any college town, really. Well, there are parts of Michigan, like to, around the area of Tecumseh, Michigan, that are absolutely gorgeous. It's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. But the rest of the state is a relative shithole. You it's know not, the name of that town, Tecumseh? It used to be Tecumseh Good. No, it was Tecumseh Hard. Uh, Tecumseh Hard. <laughs> With his brother Tecumseh Lot. <laughs> he was actually a, a, a. I was fucking your mom last night. It comes so hard and it comes a lot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Noise. Anyway, Muhammad Ali. Uh, <laughs> you can say uh, he. Uh, with all the trash talking and all that, he had a giant impact on. Professional wrestling fighters now are all talking shit, trying to work their way up the ladder. Yeah, and you it could works. Yeah, you could say that uh, somebody like Ric Flair or Dusty Rhodes swagger jacked his style. Absolutely, I mean, a lot. And uh, Chael Sonnen in the UFC yeah. talked his way into two title shots. Yeah, and he lost to both of them. Yeah, but he, he hell he talked his way into one against John Jones. Never it, stood a chance. What's wrong? Oh, there's people outside of <laughs> Pillow Fort. <laughs> They're trying to get in, but yeah. they're not welcome here. Hopefully, it's not the uh, blanket people. Wow. Now, that's a callback. It's a callback to episode three, I think. I think <laughs> Go back and listen to that, you jerks. <laughs> a rather unsuccessful bid to create a, uh, <laughs> create a an opposing uh, podcast. Um, Which was stolen from, from Ali, making trying to make a foil out of somebody. Yeah, Get, making an enemy out of, of course, our were imaginary. But fighters now they'll they'll just talk shit to to people just to get hype built up so they can possibly get a shot at going. The thing I didn't like about Muhammad Ali though is I'm a Joe Frazier fan. Uh, I've always liked Joe Frazier. A because I can, I've seen him throw a left hook, and that's the only punch I've got. So <laughs> and I actually pattern my left hook after his because if he hits you with that and he knocked Muhammad Ali the fuck out with that left hook. Yeah. Um and the fact that Joe Frazier um is the underdog. He's the, he is now the forever underdog to Muhammad Ali even though it is arguable who was the better fighter. You know, because when it comes to ring savvy, Muhammad Ali had it. I mean, he he knew how to fight everybody he fought except Joe Frazier. So there's the rub. Joe Frazier tried to fight George Foreman like he fought everybody. And got knocked 
the fuck out because you can't go toe to toe with George Foreman. He was a bull. You can't fight a bull. You got to be a matador. Well, and it was Muhammad Ali sort of went toe to toe. He leaned up against the ropes and just let him punch himself out. Yeah, but he didn't let him. He didn't let, he didn't him, let him get him a good shot. He never you hit know? him in the head. Ali's midsection was. He worked on it. I mean, that was his strength. Is that you couldn't really throw a body shot at him, even though Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier's punching power was unreal. Like he, I'd say he was a better puncher than George Foreman, but not in that consistent basis. Like he could just throw up an explosive bomb and have to load back up. You know what I mean? It reminds me of one Dan Henderson who had a gigantic knockout. Last yeah, night. that was pretty fucking awesome. Jesus you showed fucking Christ. It was pretty sweet. Um, I, my, you know, it, it's like Bill Burr was talking about, you know, with, you know, it is case in point of the lack of respect for Joe Frazier that the city of Philadelphia has not a bust <laughs> or a plaque or anything to commemorate the fact that we have arguably the greatest heavyweight fighter of all time from that town. But yeah, we've got a fictional boxer statue standing, even though it's not there anymore, you know, in Philadelphia. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. That shows that's 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 statue a, of Rocky. That's like a West Virginia thing. That's something people in West Virginia would do is put a fictional character statue up like somewhere. the Mothman. Because we have that. Yeah, that's a stretch. I mean, I was talking, you know. It's, we have a mythical. Yeah, character. okay, we have a mythical character, but I think that's done rather tongue in cheek in it a way. Is. Um, but I think, and also for tourism's sake and in an eerie sake, because The Mothman Prophecies, for one thing, was a good movie, an excellent movie. And it's actually pretty scary stuff and eerie stuff that happened before that. But uh, with Joe Frazier, he. He got zero respect. He, you know, white America loved him in a time when the the tides were turning. You know what I mean? He was a good Christian boy. He was, you know, he was basically status quo black guy. That's what yeah. he was. Even though he was part of the civil rights movement, too. Joe Frazier did a lot for civil rights, too. And not a lot of people know that. He just wasn't as outspoken as Muhammad Ali and as eloquent. So, you, that's the rub, you know, and... To go back and watch their fights is what boxing, you know, boxing is really no more. I mean, it's it's somewhat there, but it's just not what it was at all. You got Floyd Mayweather trying to fight Conor McGregor. Why don't you fight a boxer? Why don't you fight Gennady Golovkin? Why doesn't he just shut the fuck up and go away? I mean, <laughs> retire. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. We know you have a lot of money. Shut the fuck up. Who cares? You know, I, I, I don't like that fucker. Never did. Um, if, he, if he wants to fight Conor McGregor, fight Conor McGregor in the octagon. That's what I say. Well, yeah, that's fair. Come on. <laughs> it's not. Is it fair for Conor McGregor to No, that's not fair either. That's not fair either. Stupid. That, see, that's the thing. It will not. It, that fight can never happen properly because that their disciplines are so mismatched. You can't do that. Is it right? It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, but watching, okay, the rope-a-dope back, back to Ali. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. You, like I said, you can't fight a bull on a bull's terms. You have to be the matador. You have to outthink him. He was not going to. Ali lacked power punch. That is accepted and true. Watch his fights. He lacked a power punch. Not that he, not, but he not could that hit he could you fourteen times right. before you could react. Not to the that first he one. couldn't punch, but he lacked that big load up, knock your fucking block off. He didn't have it. But that he was a. He dissected you. He just took you fucking apart, you know. And 
Joe Frazier had that fucking left hook, buddy. If he caught you with that, Ollie got up from one of them one time, which is an impressive feat on its own. Because anybody that Joe Frazier caught with that, they went the fuck down. So Ollie kept fighting past his uh, expiration date too. That's for one thing I, that I didn't. You know, Fox News got my backup for all the great things that they do. Yeah, I mean, th- this one isolated incident was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> they they actually. I think they changed midstream. They they realized maybe it's not it wasn't live what they were doing. They had Tucker Carlson. They were talking about Muhammad Ali, and it was in less than glowing terms to begin with. And they are a racist network. And they, you know, anybody who tries to argue that they that they aren't for some reason it's my phone this time. No, anybody who tries to argue that they aren't is foolish. So. They had a guy come on who was, you know, they they kind of painted an unflattering portrait of Muhammad Ali for a minute, and then they kind of changed midstream, and then they talked about how great he was and this and that. And but it doesn't change the fact that that's what they do is that they they get that little dig in there to cover their ass with their racist pundits, you know, with their racist viewers. And then to not seem like total cunts, they'll go along to say something like everybody should think. In my opinion, you know, do, uh, some people hate Muhammad Ali to this day. Yeah, they do. And does he have somewhat grounds to be hated in some things? Yes, he does. He was an asshole. He was an asshole. He said a lot of shitty assholeic things. You know, uh, the Frazier family and Joe Frazier himself should feel slighted. The fact that the, how they were treated at his hands. Joe Frazier gave him money when he couldn't fight to support his family. And then after Joe Frazier supported him. During during his three year ban from boxing, out of his out of his own pocket, it was a friend of his. They were friends, and then it's dog shit that he got banned for. It is dog shit, but it's also dog shit the fact that he went after Joe Frazier once he was once the fight was building back up and didn't send him a message privately saying this is just to build the fight. Made it really personal. Referred to him as a gorilla. Uh, used that internal black racism against him. Used that horseshit uh, religion nation of Islam to call the religious question into it. You know what I mean? And it is a horseshit fucking religion, by the way. Well, let's be honest. They're all horseshit. I know, but it is an Except for Scientology. Yeah, it's I mean, that's the right one. The Thetans, yeah. That's the right one. Yeah, I mean, we all know it's the right one. Yeah. Come on, aliens and Tom Cruise. I mean, come on. <laughs> you gotta go clear. <laughs> we got Tom Cruise. Everybody's gonna get a new pair of sneakers. I'm paraphrasing. But ERH. <laughs> What's ERH? L. Ron Hubbard. Fuck. He's terrible. They do that, the horrible writer. <laughs> um... But yeah, they, and then at the end, you know, Frazier is still bitter. Like they, they, I've seen interviews with him, and he has made fun of. And this is a country thing to do. He's made fun of Muhammad Ali. He made fun of Muhammad Ali's Parkinson's and said, "I'm responsible for that." He probably is. That he actually that he probably is. That That's what he said. Their last fight, he drew it out like on purpose. He would not go down because he wanted to do as much damage as he could. And rude. Just rude. But it was in response to Ali's betrayal. So who was actually in the wrong? Both of them. Punishing a man and giving him Parkinson's by just continually beating his, beating his head. When he knew, and Ali had a good chin. He knew he wouldn't go too down. Good. Yeah. He had too good of a chin. Any other man would have died from that beating. And um, Are you saying Jesus Christ would have died from that beating? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are you saying Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> Up your butt, Joe Boo. <laughs> I said, fuck you, Joe Boo. Major League's awesome. <laughs> Yay! Um, the but what I was saying is that the thing that the, the thing that clinched it for me the fact that I like Joe Frazier is the fact that he's legally blind in one eye. 
Ollie knew that. Ollie closed the other one on purpose. That's awesome, though. And Joe Frazier kept fighting. He would hook him into the into the fucking ropes because he knew where Ollie was going to be. He was that great of a fighter. You know, in the uh, uh, Sonny Liston fight, mm-hmm. the first one, I think it was the fourth round, mm-hmm. there was something on Liston's gloves that got in Ollie's eyes and he couldn't see through the fourth round, so he just had to dance away from him. Damn. Which ended up making Liston tired. And then in the next round, Ollie clocked him a bunch of times and then he didn't answer the bell. For the sixth round, Sonny Liston. For one thing, he's not built like a who is it? Uh, is it Joe like Rogan that said that big arms are bad on a fighter because they're heavy and they're hard to swing? Yes, his arms were huge. Sonny Liston had enormous arms for a boxer. Like his biceps, were he was built like the guys you see today that are on not steroid freaks, but right, like a little miniature version of maybe a Brock Lesnar. Yes, exactly. He was built like that, and he could fucking hit. But he did have too much mass. He was he was one of those guys who just in his whole career just knocked everybody out. You know, he was a bear. He was just a bully. And also kind of an asshole by all counts. Like, very humorless. Yes, <laughs> very, very stoic. About, very, the, about all the about all the trash talk that Very monolithic. I'm a fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> um his hands were so big, like we were talking about this, they had to cut the gloves almost to his palms and retake the gloves to get them onto his hands. That's the biggest pair they could get. You know, that's some big fucking hands. And when you've got big hands, you can fucking hit. So, um, he was that guy. And so, yeah, Ali, you know, with an asterisk beside it, in my opinion, the greatest, yeah, of all time. I think he's the greatest. I loved him. And you were talking earlier, earlier about how he didn't really have punching power. There's another guy that I didn't think really had punching power. I even went so far as to call him Old Pillow Fist. <laughs> Michael Bisping. Yeah. Last night, he shook up the world and knocked out the most beautiful fighter ever, Luke Rockhold. Luke Cockhold. In the first round. Luke Cockhold. Yeah. Caught him with the left hook. Wobbled him. Knocked him down a little bit there. And chased him. And hit him a couple more times when he was sitting up against the fence. And he was nowhere to be found. His soul had left his body. <laughs> and very bitter about it. And Michael Bisping went ape shit. Yeah. Whatever you want. Dude, I've never... I love it when fighters are happy mm-hmm. that they're the champion. It's like Stipe a couple weeks ago and... Fucking Robbie Lawler is so excited to be the champion. Yeah. I just fucking love it. Like, every other guy's like, I want to thank God. Blah, blah. Michael Bisping was just like, I can't believe it. has been my destiny ever since I fucking started. Ten years I've been in the, It was just it was yeah. fucking incredible. And he just knocked him right out. And then they went to the post-fight press conference, and they both of them just talked shit to each other the entire time. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it, it didn't seem like build the rematch talk, talking shit. It's, it was genuine. Like, it seemed like he was mad that he lost. Yeah. And he, and he, that he, lost. And he said he got lucky. Do you think he got lucky? There's no such thing as getting lucky when the object, what you're trying to do, is punch that man in the face and and knock knock him out. out. Separate him from his consciousness. And then you do it. That's not luck. I've heard that luck is only preparing for a certain set of circumstances and being prepared when those circumstances present themselves. Well, maybe it was lucky then, because he prepared himself to punch Luke Rockhold in the face. And when the opportunity presented himself, he did did it. it. In in that sense, yes, it is luck. but But not as in, I slipped on the canvas and he caught me with one. No, I saw it. It was a good fucking punch. It was just a good punch. So it was fucking great. I loved it. Yeah. How? Okay. The eternal question: How would somebody like Ali fare against somebody like in MMA? It, he was such a great athlete. He would have been great at it if he trained. Him. He would have. His drive though was what made him tremendous. Like he was physically gifted, yes, but he stepped in that gym when he was twelve because somebody stole his bike. He's how I'm gonna whoop him. And then from that point on, he was a fighter and he trained. And that's actually kind of an advanced age to start training. It's a little bit late. Yeah, it is. And he was that great, you know. You got hooked up with the right guy. Angelo Dundee. Mm -hmm. Go Angie. Didn't he train Mike Tyson, too? No, that was Customato. I'm so stupid. I don't know that. I should Uh, know that. And Customato, he took Mike Tyson under his wing, yes. 
and there's the debate whether it was self-serving. Of course it was because he saw such talent in him. Well, yeah, it's self-serving. But but did he love him? I think he did. I think he actually did love Mike, Mike Tyson. And you saw how Tyson fell apart after. Yeah. Well, when you have billions, not billions, but truckloads of money, yeah. buying tigers, doing coke. Yeah, things are going to go off the rails a little bit. Well, but you also have Don King in your corner, one of the most despicable men to ever walk the fucking planet. You know? Only in America. Exactly. That's exactly Piece fucking garbage. Right. I know. <laughs> Republicans love that fucking guy. <laughs> of course they do. Why wouldn't they? Piece of shit. <laughs> he is, dude. It's your hair, Don King. <laughs> Can we talk about your hair for just a fucking minute? Just a minute. <laughs> I'm going to make up words. <laughs> it's the most... It's the evangelist. And I... It's like when fucking Chappelle was playing him on that, uh, the uh, Friday Night Sissy Fights with the gay versions of everything. <laughs> the most spendiferous, spectageous event in the history of the world. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... Uh, how can we Speak, the speaking of epic takedowns, what do I need to look up here? Just uh, Hillary Clinton, Trump, and it'll be one of the first things. It'll be a minute and 38 seconds long. I'm looking, and it was... I, her speeches in dealing with Bernie Sanders were cagey because you can't debate Bernie Sanders. He will win. So she just tried to backpedal away from him, and she succeeded. You know, she's going to get the nomination. She's, she's already got it. So, um, But in dealing with Donald Trump, actually did very well and was searing and took him apart really badly. Um, I was actually, I'm not a, a Hillary Clinton fan, but the enemy of my enemy is my friend in this point. Donald Trump's ideas aren't just different. They are dangerously incoherent. They're not even really ideas, just a series of bizarre rants, personal feuds, and outright lies. It's not hard to imagine Donald Trump leading us into a war just because somebody got under his very thin skin. That's true. That is true. He believes we can treat the U.S. economy like one of his casinos. He says he has foreign policy experience because he ran the Miss Universe pageant in Russia. He has no ideas on education, no ideas on innovation. He has a lot of ideas about who to blame, but no clue about what to do. It also matters when he makes fun of people with disabilities, calls women pigs, propose, proposes banning an entire religion from our country, or plays coy with white supremacists. It matters when he says he'll order our military to murder the families of suspected terrorists. Making Donald Trump our commander-in-chief would be a historic mistake. She is absolutely fucking right. Imagine if he had not just his Twitter account at his disposal when he's angry, but America's entire arsenal. That was actually a pretty much epic takedown on Hillary Clinton's yeah. part. Yeah, and he has not responded because he has no response. How could he respond? What could he say? He'll just go in launching to her. Clinton's a rapist. <laughs> They're both despicable people. Look at my African-American over here. Oh, yeah. Look at him. He did do Are this. you the greatest? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh. <laughs> he did do that. That was a yeah. thing he did. <laughs> he's, he's, just, he's just, he's insane. He's a megalomaniac. He, he can't accept. Have you seen, there's a documentary called Who Killed the USFL? You know, he destroyed that because he couldn't run it. Really? Yes, he he tanked it on purpose because things were getting out of his out of his control because everybody wanted an equal part and an equal say in what he felt like was Donald Trump's deal and Charlie Steiner, who I love, Charlie Steiner, he's fucking great, dude. Went after Donald Trump and Donald Trump issued one of his veiled threats. He's always itching those thinly veiled threats. Charlie Steiner needs to remember who his friends are and blah blah blah. He, that's what he does. He's he is co he is incoherent and his he's he's a back alley fucking thug who got enough money to 
build. He's like John Mulaney says. He's what a hobo would think when he would fucking have money. When my train comes in, all my buildings are gonna have my name on them. I'm gonna have hair made out of solid gold. That's what he fucking is. That is John Mulaney's. Besides too much tuna, it is John Mulaney's crowding moment when he fucking says that. I pranked you. Too much tuna. Uh, the, the whole speech about the African-American in the crowd. Oh, are we doing a fucking Pantene commercial before he listens to any comments? She does have wondrous, wondrous lustrous hair. I wonder, uh, wonder if she's got that lustrous hair where it counts. The armpits. <laughs> On her ass. <laughs> right around her asshole. In San Jose. And then this Democrat mayor gets up. He said, well, I think it was Donald Trump. I don't even say, you know what I say that? When we have a protester inside, which isn't even very often, I say, be very gentle. Please it's don't hurt him. That's a Take line. care of him if he wants to shout. If he, if he punches you in the face, smile as your nose is pouring blood out of it. Be very, very nice. Are you a fucking kidding me? Does he not realize that all this shit's recorded that he says? No. Great fan. Great guy. In fact, I want to find out what's going on with him. You know what I'm... Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. <laughs> Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Okay, so we have an African-American guy at one of the rallies a month ago, and he's sitting there behaving. And we had protests. He's sitting there behaving. And they were dressed in a Ku Klux Klan outfit, okay? And they're running around dressed as Ku Klux Klan, and the place is booing him, booing him. This African-American gets up, and man, he slugged these guys. He slugged them. And by that time, their hat was off because it got ripped off as they were running up the stairs. But this guy, a great guy, I think he was a military guy for a long time, he slugged this guy wearing the Ku Klux Klan outfit. But by the time he got up to the top, you couldn't see it was a Ku Klux Klan outfit. So when the African-American called God, this kidding? guy, this guy never knew what happened. It's so awkward. Everybody thought the African-American was against me. Just say the guy. It was the opposite. <laughs> He was like this great guy. Just even say black guy. guy. We have tremendous. He's saying the guy that got punched at the, the one rally was for him. Bring jobs back to our country. It's We're a very confusing thing. I have no idea. But when these sleazy people, these dishonest people, who never show the crowds, they never ever show the crowds. When they showed that event, it made it look like the white guy was on my side. The African American guy said. I had enough. I love that and nobody's going to run through an arena like that. The podium. Yeah. And they reversed it, and it's a disgrace. Uh, it's an absolute fucking fallacy and lie. I mean, he just lies. He's a, he's a pathological liar as well. He's a megalomaniac and a pathological liar. It's hilarious. I'm, I'm befuddled. Uh, Sam Harris was on Rogan's podcast, and he said, talking about the popularity of Donald Trump and how he didn't really understand it, and he said, I can't imagine that there's anything of value going on in his brain. About anything. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> um, he is, see, so many of his followers are just racists. They really are. I mean, but they're the racist that is like under the rug or that smug racism where they, you know that they're racist and they know that you know they're racist, but they don't come out and say it because they know that that's just wrong. So they just say, well, I support Trump and, and this and that. It's that political dance that that's the only political dance they're skilled at. They're too fucking stupid to be, to debate anything. So they just smile smugly and then they ask, and then they accuse, and here, we've talked about this before. I've always heard, heard this one thrown out. Um, 
people on the left are name callers in this. Yeah, they really are. But that's only because they're driven to it by your sheer obtuseness and stupidity. Because they can't believe that an adult, an adult that can drive a car and sign a check and have a bank account and all that stuff, and you're allowed to have kids. Is well, yeah, <laughs> is that fucking stupid? So that's what they say. Show you this picture. Yes, you do. There's a series of billboards in Craigsville, West Virginia. In some guy's field, <laughs> they they are so don't worry, coal miners. I'm coming. What are they, What is he going to do? Even if there was coal left, which there isn't, he has plenty of coal left. It's just nobody wants it. Well, that's what I'm saying. That the prevailing market is against. You know, you cannot change the market. It, they, and he got hit with that question repeatedly until he had to actually answer it. Uh, Kim Jong Un has come out in support of Donald Trump. Vladimir Putin supports all. Yeah, uh, shouldn't this be all these great leaders? Shouldn't these be alarm bells ringing to all these people? For a while, the American public had had love affair with Vladimir Putin because he attacked ISIS. They forget the fact that he has basically doubled down on the whole Cold War thing and has created a new Cold War between the United States and, and Russia. That's what he's done. Well, when Donald Trump gets in, he'll make it a hot war with his hot wife. <laughs> Is she beautiful? Look at her holding that dirty bomb. She's beautiful, okay? It's beautiful. It's a suitcase bomb. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a great bomb. It's made in China. China. The Ch I love the Chinese. They made the bomb. <laughs> then we're going to use it against the Russians, and then we're going to get we're going to get them to pay for it. The Russians are going to pay for the bomb that's going to kill them. It's great. Game set match. Let's go have some burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go have a taco bowl. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, no. God, he's so fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Here's a good one. This is, is this a Trump? My favorite hat. This red hat reading Make America Great Again. The First Amendment says I can wear my hat. It's causing some frustrations for third grader Logan Autry. They told me to take my hat off because it brings negative emotions to the other children who don't like them. Autry says Thursday school officials at Powers Ginsburg Elementary School in Fresno told him to take his Donald Trump hat off due to safety concerns after other students confronted him. He says they told him the hat was becoming a distraction. He says he knows other students didn't like it. They were saying that he's stupid and they were saying stuff like that and I had to explain to them what Donald Trump was actually doing. Audrey may be Trump's biggest fan. He says he wants to be a politician when he grows up and even pretends to be one now. He was in a front Just like row Donald Trump rally in downtown <laughs> hey! Friday. Zing on his hat. Bazowser. Shook Donald Trump. <laughs> That's awesome. Even at his age, he knows a lot about the politics. Audrey's no, you don't. No, he does. They took him out of school for the day because of the country. He knows about blocks. He knows about stacking blocks. They should be able to... Um, that kids ex freely express themselves without, you know, the so, fear of being beat up or harassed or bullied. And he's right. He's right about that. Permitted out the classroom. But I don't remember ever being allowed to wear a hat. No, that's school. the thing. I and I still said no. I'm not taking it off. And then uh, the principal told me to take it off. You're in a school. You don't wear a hat in school. They always made me take my hat off. I didn't even bring a hat. Must had baseball practice after school or some shit. The Soviet, even though he's young, he knows a lot about politics. You fucking moron. That shows how much you know, you fucking twat, twit, twat, twit, twit, twat, twit, 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 Amazing discoveries. Remember that guy? Ron Poop. Amazing discoveries. <laughs> he always wore the sweater. What amazing discoveries! Yeah, it was Mike something. Right? Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> he was like a Cosby sweater. He was like a pleasant, uh, a pleasant, non-coked up version of Billy Mays <laughs> without a gruff voice. <laughs> Billy Mays here, <laughs> snorting coke off a stripper's ass. <laughs> oh God, damn it! Let's go to a, let's go to favorite things. A little bit of a 
palate cleanser. Okay. If I can find the song real quick. I said a zip, zop, a zip, a zip, a zip, zam, zip, a doom. Is there going to be an ad before? No. Raindrops on roses, and whiskers on kittens, like copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Chuck, favorite things? What do you got? Um, this week, uh... Well, one of my least favorite things is loud, obnoxious fucking trucks. <laughs> what are you going to do about that? We live in West Virginia. Yeah. Look how small my dick is. <laughs> um, uh, one of my favorite things, the actor, J.K. Simmons, I think his name is. J.K. Simmons, yeah. uh, he was in Oz. He was in uh, Juno. Juno fucking, uh, what's the one with the drummer? He was like the music. Whiplash. I have not seen it yet. Movie. I've actually done to the fucking incredible. Yeah, I've heard, and the music is incredible. I've heard. He's fucking ridiculous in that movie. He won the Oscar for that. I love him in, my favorite role for him, though, is playing J.J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man. <laughs> Parker, you're fired. Did you ever see Oz? No. He played a uh, white supremacist Nazi dude in prison. Jesus, really? Yeah, and like one of the very first episodes, uh, he gets a cellmate and he brands a uh, swastika in his ass and fucks him in his ass. <laughs> that was a, a hard show to watch. I'm sure. Um, it, you know, we'll talk about this after this, I guess. Um, well, no, we we just we. Here's what happens. I'll say a favorite thing, and then we meander off into whatever. Yeah, we know what we know. How the second goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, a, a society and a and a and a, and a civilization is judged by the humanity and success of its prisons. That's what that's Sneetson that said that, I think. And uh, our prisons are a fucking nightmare. There's rape. There's um, hatred. There is a microcosm of the United States. We have all these people lined up in different racial groups who despise each other and who are willing to kill each other. And the fact that we haven't looked at the way we run our prisons and the, and the way that they should be run, in my opinion... They don't rehabilitate anyone. No. They institutionalize them. They become criminals. They become better criminals. Usually bigger and stronger and smarter criminals. Let's give them access to weights. I don't think that's necessarily wrong in the right context. Yeah, because you can work out your frustration on weights or not. But they also need to institute uh, what do you call them? The visits. Conjugal. Conjugal visits. They need to let the, let the, the prisoners earn money to pay prostitutes. Amen. And, and, and I don't say that to be funny. I say that to be true. They should be able to spend their money on a prostitute that's clean and a, and a prostitute that's been tested and come in and she gets paid a, a, an amount of money to let the aggression come out. And it should be supervised, of course, not watched, of course, but she should not be in any, any danger. And there's a lot of uh, our listeners whose mothers are looking for jobs. This would be a great opportunity. Absolutely. And that's all they're fit for. <laughs> <laughs> Lay over and spread them for a convict. <laughs> Just do it already. <laughs> No, but I'm serious. I think that they really need to examine that because you cannot cram a bunch of men together without sex and expect there not to be rape. That's just not... That's, just, that's going to happen. Look at the Catholic Church. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, that's, that is a biological imperative, and it's going to be fulfilled in some way. In so, someone. In someone. <laughs> Absolutely. And, yeah, they need to... And prisons and prisons in... Um, prisons in other places, I know a lot of them are brutal. For example, the prisons in China, I think... Are, China? China! ...are notoriously brutal. Um, but you're punished severely, like, and you're not allowed to, you know, they look the, uh, the other way a lot of things, you know, at, in prisons because they get paid off and stuff. That shit don't fucking happen in those prisons. They put you in a fucking hole, and you're not allowed to come out, you know. In Japan, the prisons, I hear, are pretty brutal. They're very exacting. You don't fuck up. You don't, you don't get any, you know. In Thailand, what is it? They, they, can they fucking cane you. Publicly. Remember that? Yeah. That kid kept fucking up, and they tried to defend him. My son's a good kid. No, he's fucking not. 
He's a juvenile delinquent who leaned on his American citizenship one too many fucking times and finally Singapore said, no, we're going to deal with him like Michael Fay. Yeah, we're going to deal with him. Years ago. Yeah, we're going to deal with him like we deal with all the other prisoners. And they dealt with him. Public caning. Yeah, exactly. And it was fucking brutal, as it should have been. Dumbass parents equal dumb fuck kids. You know, who have no consequence, no, uh, think I'm kidding or think that this is not put into practice. Look at this, the uh, the affluenza thing, which, by the way, is one of the most shameful things in, in American justice. Yeah, there was a kid that got a, a very light sentence for a rape that he committed just this week. Uh, Using affluenza? He got a light sentence because a, a harsh sentence would ruin his life. Well, what about the young woman whose life yeah, he ruined? What about her? I don't know. Fuck her, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm guessing he was wealthy. Uh, one could assume so. I, w I don't know. I didn't. Well, you know, I read the headline. The headline I got mad and I shredded my phone, like in a shredder. And I took it to a shredder from the Ninja Turtles, and he shredded it. And just just because it's his name, it's, it's not an ironic name. He loves shredding things. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like shredding things. Who ever gave me a cool suit? <laughs> Build your own suit, man. And you can't. But his is really cool looking. Mine would be really shitty. I don't know how to do anything. So. Well, you know, people that know how to do things. Fair enough. But I have to have money. Anyway. <laughs> you can um, get some scrap metal. I know, I know a guy with a welder. <laughs> Whatever happened to Krang? Remember him? Worst character ever? I think they're bringing him back in the new movie. I know they're bringing back Bebop and Rocksteady. They were actually kind of my favorites. They were like John Warthog and Rhino. I'm on board. Whatever. There's apparently a new game out that's really good with them in it. I, I need to check out. It's like a side-scroller beat-em-up or something. Um, that's what I call my dick. Hey. The side-scroller. The beat-em-up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but, uh, J.K. Simmons, back to that. <laughs> we've come back. <laughs> no, he's, he's good in everything. Yeah, he's good in everything he does. He's in those, in those commercials, in those, we are farmers, bum, 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 bum. and he even does that well. You know, he's one of those guys, he's like a James Cromwell type almost, where every job is important, and he does the best job he knows how. Workmanlike, you know. There are no small parts, just small actors. That's right. Um, in Juno, he played Juno's dad, and was one of the best parts of it. Because he portrayed in very little screen time so much warmth when he said, you know, he's talking about his, you know, marriage. And he said, you know, he said, Juno, honey, you, you, you love people. And he said, and you need to find that one person, ugly, skinny, fat, whatever, who you think the sun shines out of their ass. And he said, and I've been with your, your stepmother and we're very happy. He said, but it's work. But when you love that person, you're willing to work for it, you know. And that is a beautiful speech in a beautiful movie. I mean, that's one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's due in large part to Ellen Page and Michael Sarah, of course, and Allison Janney, who did a great fucking job. She does a great job in everything. I think she's quite unsung in the fact that she does such a great job in everything. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's pretty good. Jason Bateman does a great job in it. Creepy. Uh, yes, extremely, right? He really is. I was like, this is a stretch for him to be, usually he's cold but likable, you know? Yeah. Almost kind of dismissive, but in a warm way. It's very strange. He's always able to pull it off. Did you shut your fucking mouth? Hey. He sees a ghost. As well he should. G -g 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 ghost! <laughs> Diana Barbera. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> the Hannah Barbera rant. My finest hour. <laughs> it's the best thing you've ever done. And it happened very early on. It's been a downward tra trajectory since. Yes. We're just trying to advance damage control, basically, at this point. My favorite thing this week is, uh, this is a bit of an advertisement for my best friend, Andrew Atkins. He sent me his uh, his new album, which I like very much. And on June 11th, this Saturday, they're having the second annual Jennings Friends reunion at the Rendezvous River Lodge. It's 219 Ch Chestnut Road in Lansing, West Virginia. Everybody go out and check that out. There's going to be shitloads of bands playing. I think the Wild Rumpuses 
getting back together. I think the Wild Rumpus kind of likes our show. I know, the, I know Andrew does. Yeah. At least he says he does. Maybe he's being facetious. I don't know. I can't read him. But he is my best friend. Okay. I love him very much. I'll play a little bit of his album now. Yeah, I heard it, and it's very good. I think my friend Chris, I think my friend Chris Stockwell's on a plane dobro, so I'm, I'm not sure, though, but he's the only guy I know that plays dobro. Is that an upright bass? Yes. I love the upright bass. It's such a... Like full sound. Forty-nine Pontiac rolling down the old. It's really good. I like it. I like it a lot. And this is coming from the world's greatest singer-songwriter, Queen. Yeah, the Prince of Podcasts. Yeah. You know, Aaron and Elena are since they're that thing, they're going to become the Prince and Princess of Polyamory. I can't wait to unveil that one. Okay, it's gonna be nice. It's a good, good album. I listened to it three times already. Which beach should they go to? Which beach do all West Virginians go to? Myrtle. Myrtle. The Myrtle Beach. Virtual Myrtle. He's going to come back pregnant with some Chinese guy's baby. He's going to be pregnant too because apparently that can happen now. Yeah. It's not a good breakthrough for redheads. Thank God for that. One thing we need Aaron, more soulless gingers running around. People picking their quotes, picking their nose and wiping it on everything. You ever been in there? Everything's covered in boogers. Is it? Yes. Of course. Andrew's going to have his album for sale. It's his new solo album called Wooden Heart. It's really good. I like it. Professional. Like The production is very good, too. Yeah. Unlike me, they don't just put their phone in front of them and record into it. They got all these fancy schmancy microphones. <laughs> when I'm sitting here in front of thousands of dollars worth of equipment. <laughs> I don't use it for music. <laughs> use it for this. Yes. Nothing I do makes sense. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, June 11th. Go, go to that. I might be there. I've responded to the Facebook event that I'm going. That doesn't mean I'll be there. Uh, I will sign autographs. I recently have gone on another sojourn off the Facebook for a while. I know. You sent me a text. One of the most pretentious texts I've ever seen. What? Like, Are you fucking kidding me? me? <laughs> was not. Yeah, it totally was. How was it totally a pretentious text? Just because I'm fucking with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, what did it say? Hey, bro. Taking a break from Facebook for a while. I need no real reason. I just need to focus. And when you I, say it like that, it does sound cunty. <laughs> and then I responded with, why in the fuck would you think I cared about such a thing? <laughs> and then you responded with, because you're my friend and I thought you might wonder. And I responded with, Allow me to wonder. <laughs> it's like, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> no, it's oh. focus not as in focus on anything really other than on your triceps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they need some work. <laughs> no, uh, my ADD and my OCD gets really bad. And sometimes when there's too much stimulus, it's hard for me to focus on anything. So, yeah, it's true. And it's like really almost, it causes a lot of anxiety and depression because I get trapped into it the next thing you know, four hours is gone. And all you're doing is reading shit that makes you mad. Yeah, there's that, but also rereading shit and then refreshing it and looking at it again and again and again. It's very, it, it, it is, time suck. yeah, and it's depressing. So I do, I'll take breaks and I'll read like other stuff and try to, try to turn down the noise. You know, there's like a lot I don't of noise. You're reading uh, Mein Kampf recently. Well, I mean, it, I think it's a misunderstood piece of a genius. Uh, a genius. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that when I'm a genius. A genius. Um, I, 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 but yeah, sometimes I get turned down the noise. I. I don't go on things where I, because I'll get stuck. That's a symptom of depression too. We watch the same things over and over. You do that. I, I do do that. You do that with songs. You do that with. I do that shows. with books and stuff too. And remember that, remember that three month span where you only watched the Kid Mittens episode of 
always sunny. And it's a great episode. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's a great episode. Meow. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> and I'll do it all the time. You're a goddamn mess. <laughs> I, no, I'm. <laughs> you can't. You're, you're a mess. Just, it helps me. Like I want to watch new movies. I want to do new things. And if there's too much stimulus in other areas of my life, I notice this. And that makes it hard to do. So I want to watch. I want to watch Whiplash. I want to watch Wolf of Wall Street. I want Spotlight. You want to watch Spotlight? Uh, the Big Short. The Big Short. Yes, I really want to watch that. Incredible. I want to watch Creed. I want to watch Creed. It's really bad. So um, I'm gonna do that and form some new opinions about something. Branch out some. You know, dude. There was a fight last night that. Um, the entire fight, two and a half rounds, one guy ended up getting knocked out. That neither of them even attempted to block a punch. It looked like a rocky fight. It looked like a rocky fight. <laughs> they were just hucking. It was insane. We sat here that one day, that one really strange day, and watched every Rocky movie. We watched like we watched four of them, didn't we? I think we watched at least three. Yeah, I watched the first one by myself, and I think me and you watched. Yeah, then we were Rocky two, two, three, and, and then we said, "Fuck it, let's just watch them." So we did. Then we did a show after, and it was progressively more ridiculous as it went. They kept ramping up the montages. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky Four, or was it? Yeah, yeah Rocky Four was nothing. Eighty-three percent montage. Yeah, it was like it was a lot of montage. They were awesome montages. Great. Do, 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 do. That baseline gets me going. I'm like, there ain't no easy way out. Yeah, no sure. Oh, no easy. No easy. No easy. <laughs> yeah. Is that how it sounds? Is there, is there any of that in Creed? Uh, not really, not not as much. I heard Creed is a really good movie. I thought it was great. Okay, so I can't wait. To, but Whiplash, everybody has been saying, like the guy I borrowed it from said, I wanted to watch it one more time before I gave it to you. I'm actually sorry I gave so it to you. Have, you, you have it to, to watch now? Yeah. It's good. It's really I, can, good. I can't wait to talk about it because I think I'm really going to love it. Yeah, you're going to like it a lot. Um, I want to watch that one. What's the one with Steve Carell and Channing Tatum? It's like the wrestling movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Foxcatcher. Yeah. I want to see that. I hear, I hear it's... There's a lot of, is it disturbing? Or? Yeah, but there's a lot of uh, fuckery. They, they messed with the timeline, and they messed with some facts. They sort of made Chang Tatum's character gay a little bit. They tried to, at least. You know? yeah. Like, he was like a dyed blonde hair. But, uh, Steve Carell did a great job. Was, Steve Carell does a great job in everything. Steve Carell's one of those guys that can do anything. He can be funny. He can be serious. I remember him on The Daily Show. He had segments on there. It was funny. He's just he's just good. He's good at everything. He's just, yeah, he's a really funny dude. And it's weird how comedic actors and comedians... Can do the the drama as good as dramatic actors, but dramatic actors can rarely do comedy. I think who's a good? Oh, well, that's a good discussion topic. Who isn't is a is a dramatic actor that can pull off comedy? Uh, Matt, Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon really can. Uh, that list is short. Kevin Spacey. Smart. Kevin Spacey really can. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's Dude, a, he's fucking talented. Have you ever seen his, uh, his impressions? Yeah, he's really good. Um, yeah, that list is very short. Harrison Ford can't. Cannot do comedy. Well, I mean, he's funny as Han Solo, but it's but I'm saying that's written the Harrison Ford type of funny. Though. Exactly, like when he's it's a one liner after something really, really, wow. really. I love you. I know <laughs> that was actually really awesome. <laughs> um, you betcha. His best line in any Star Wars movie, bad. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking good. I, you know, I really the emotion in that one word in that name that that scene is so powerful still. You know, I want to go back and watch the movie again just for that scene. It's very powerful. Well, Chewbacca, when he's just standing there, and it happens, and they're all, it's so quiet. And Chewbacca's, ah! Well, freaks out and shoots him. And what we were talking about with that, the emotion in that movie was more than any other Star Wars movie. I mean, because it was well-written. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like The Empire Strikes Back, George Lucas didn't write that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> you think you can hear someone whisper? Do you think George Lucas listens to people? Oh, my God, it's George Lucas! Hey, guys. I heard you were talking about Star Wars. Um, you, got, you know that really happened, right? 
Yes, George. Just so you know. Asalamu alaikum. Is he Muslim? Why is he wearing a burqa? Why is he wearing a, a kufi? <laughs> He's got a Sherpa with him. What the fuck is going on around here? Yeah, I'm Muslim. All praise be to Allah. But yet you're also got a Sherpa. Are you climbing a mountain somewhere? Yeah, I'm climbing a mountain. The mountain of your own ineptness as a director. Am I right? Am I right? That was very rude. Now I just feel bad. Anyway, death to America. Bye. Here, George Lucas just stopped by. He sounded different. He, he did. sort of like me trying to do George Lucas impression. But, but it was totally him. Sure. He was t- it was totally him. But I'm not really sure exactly what George Lucas sounded like. He has throat cancer. That, that's what he did for eating pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I got throat cancer from eating Catherine Zeta-Jones' pussy. <laughs> not the gallons of cognac and cigars I pulled down my gullet. <laughs> Or all the coke I started in the 80s because I actually at one point was Gordon Gecko. <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes in Wall Street. There's both 80s thing about it. It's not, not the shitty cell phones, not the you know, the quasi new fucking technology they're using with those shitty little computers. The fact that he went and worked out with Bud Fox and after he's in the locker room, after getting in a shower, getting his workout on, and lighting a cigarette while he's fucking talking to him in the fucking gym. That is the most 80s thing ever. There's a fighter, Joe, um, fuck, what's his name? The Can't Kill Crazy is his nickname. Joe something. Joe, I don't know, he's a kickboxer. But he smokes. That just seems so odd. And his cardio isn't bad. He smokes like four or five a day or something like that. Four or five cigarettes? Yeah. That's not very many. Yeah, but still. It's still smoking. Yeah. I'm, years ago, when I was, you know, I've worked out for my whole life. and I we know you work out? So, Jesus. Jesus Christ. The first thing I would do after leaving the gym is light up a cigarette and go to McDonald's and get something. And wondered why my why my efforts were not getting me results. And take a nap. Yeah. Uh, and then go back to McDonald's. That was hard. <laughs> Actually, Hardee's. I heard this. <laughs> I want some chicken tenders. <laughs> and bread to do them. The chicken tenders at the Hardee's are pretty hard. Uh, nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. Hardee's has some strong game. Yeah, they're not fucking around. Really? Their milkshake game is fucking strong. Their milkshake game is on point. And they're hand scooped so the ice cream machine is never broken down in like McDonald's. I, I like the fact that they try to still hold on to that. The ice cream machine is not working. I'm like, no, you just don't. The employees aren't. Yeah, you just don't want to clean it. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Have you ever gone through the uh, local McDonald's down here and sat in, sat in line for like 10 minutes and nobody ever comes and gets your order because they just don't want to or have to? And you think these people deserve $15 an hour? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Stop making points! <laughs> you can't do that! Arguably, they might work harder if you had more money. I don't know. I don't know. No. Yeah, some people. There are certain people, some people, people who are, are not going to work hard, yeah. no matter what you do. I'm one of them. Okay. <laughs> Look at me. I've worked hard. I've built an empire. The PFRE, Pillow Fort Radio Empire. It is pretty sweet. We need to go against that horrible show with Terrence Howard called Empire, only it's a bunch of white hillbillies that we're always <laughs> jockeying and struggling for position, trying to make the best out of our bluegrass music. <laughs> I hate that fucking show. I've never seen it. It's, I, I, it's I know terrible. what it's about. It's I, don't know I don't think I'm allowed to watch it. Yeah, my mom told me I wasn't allowed. We're not we're not welcome to watch that show. My mom told me I wasn't allowed. I still listen to my mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> J.K. Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> and your favorite thing being... His name is Joke Simmons. You're just kidding, Simmons. <laughs> just kidding, Simmons. Uh, that's a good one. Oh, God. I want to kill myself. <laughs> Speaking of dying... Yes. You can't wait to do it. Hodor. Hold the door. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert for Game of Thrones. We haven't discussed that on the air yet or anything. And I uh, discussed with my brother, who has, who is a great fan of the books. He's been reading it since the beginning. And I'm... Yes. 
It is quantum physics. Is, yeah, time is relative. Yeah. Um, that was one of the most upsetting things I've seen in a TV show. It made this boy tear up a little bit. Yeah. I got very emotional myself. I, it wasn't... It was the whole thing. It wasn't the fact that he just died. It was the fact that Brandon Stark, going essentially back in time, and not essentially he really did go back in time, and did that to him. So Brandon Stark's a time bobby. In a sense. Like, what, like you hold onto the tree and you can see stuff? Or something? The tree connects it's reality. The tree of woe, like Kevin Sullivan used to put people in, in the wrestling. Or as uh, in the corner. You know, that was used. I think he stole that from Conan the Barbarian. Because that's what James Earl Jones says to Conan when the, when he's... I'm sure it was stolen. After that big speech. By the way, before we go any further, and we're talking about sword and sorcery, the original Conan the Barbarian was actually a really good movie in a lot of ways. The beginning scene was really great. When he's young, Conan is talking to his father. And he holds that sword up, and he's telling him, this is what you can trust. You can't trust I him. have the power! That was he, man. I'm mixing universes again. Yeah, it's not attorney, huh? <laughs> With man at arms and Ram Man, who is my favorite <laughs> battle cat. This <laughs> is so terrible. God, it was awful. I loved it. <laughs> and Shiro, the forces of Hordak. <laughs> Hordak. Mm-hmm. Something going on there. A little bit of subliminal messaging there. Absolutely. She was a smoke show, though. She was. And He Man's sister. You know they fucked, right? Oh, yeah. Imagine that drooling idiot of a gorgeous kid. <laughs> Nothing going on in the He-Man. He nothing in that head. He-Man and She-Ra's idiot savant child. <laughs> That's the name of your episode right there. That's really long. <laughs> but I think it's great. It's gold. It's gold, Jerry. Gold. Um, now, the Hodor thing, like, I knew. Hodor. When I kind of thought that's what he was saying, but I didn't think it was. At first, Hodor, especially in the show, okay, they cast him to be a little bit older in the show. In the book, he's... A, he's kind of young. He's, I'd say he's about not even 30. And he's huge. He's almost as big as the mountain. Like his, he's and so strong. They talk about how strong he is. Like that he can do, he could kill anyone. He could twist their head right off their shoulders. And But he's so, he's just a big sweetie. Well, yeah, he's timid. Like actually, um, John and, uh, and the late Rob Stark uh, found a bunch of boys who had cornered Hodor in an alley and were beating him up and throwing rocks at him and he would not defend himself and he towered above him like he was just he could have killed any one of the kids even accidentally if he hit him you know so there's that and the fact that he this tells you now that at one point he was fully in control of his faculties he was just as smart and he was a big kid and he would have been a great knight he would have been like a knight in shining armor from a long time ago that was some pretty good uh, <laughs> Pretty good harmony. No, it wasn't at all. No. No. <laughs> um, don't but, ever say that. Don't ever say that. But Brand, Brand did that to him. Yeah, he, but because he knew that that was that was his way to get away. Was to make Hodor an idiot. Again. Yeah, and that was really sad. And it was sad for Brand because he didn't want to do it. It was his buddy. Well, he loved him. There's again parts. One of thing you can say about Hodor, who's a great conversationalist from there around the campfire. Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. Hodor, Hodor had a lot of things Hodor. to say. Hodor. <laughs> Hodor, you want some chicken, Hodor? Speaking of that, speaking of chickens, remember that scene with the hound in that fucking tavern? Why don't you give me two chickens? Why don't you give me three? The guy keeps talking. If you don't shut your cunt mouth, I'm about to eat every chicken in this place. And the guy looks at him and says, You're gonna die for some chickens. Somebody is. And he gets up and kills everybody in the fucking room. It's fucking awesome. I love the hound. Foreshadowing, we were talking about that. Might be making his return very soon. The hound. I think that's gonna be one of the big reveals this season. Who kills him? Who, who kills the hound? Who ends up killing him? Are you right? Or the mountain? Mm, yeah, they, yeah, they are brothers, aren't they? Right, brothers in arms. 
I think the hound becomes a he becomes a sparrow, like one of the. God, that's so confusing. Everybody gets to be a fucking animal. You know, fucking Twilight now all of a sudden. Talking wolves. Fuck this stupid. Yeah, that was so dumb. <laughs> it was so fucking stupid. <sighs> Jesus fuck. So many bad intellectual properties out there, paired with so many good ones. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's Game of Thrones is one of the best pieces of fiction to come down the pipe in a long time, and then you have <sighs> there. There's Twilight, which is just god awful, and I've never seen. Oh, they're just. They're I know so, about it. It's so bad, and the worst part about it is, is actually the first book was not that bad. It was not great, but it, it had some original ideas that could have been good if they had, had if she had had some guts and been a decent writer. But she doesn't. So, and she's not. And her biggest critic, Stephen King, God, he despises her work, and he makes no secret of it. Like he, he loves J.K. Rowling's work. He actually included. Does he love J.K. Simmons' work? I'm sure he does. How could you not? <laughs> J.K. Rowan, J.K. Simmons in Just Kidding. <laughs> a romantic comedy. <laughs> Coming from Fox. <laughs> oh, J.K., look what you've done to this toilet seat. Oh, J.K., let me tell you something. I'm tired. <laughs> did he turned into, he turn into <laughs> fucking Magnum T.A. all of a yes. sudden. <laughs> let me tell you something, J.K. I, I'm, I'm going to piss on the toilet seat when I want to, and I'm not just kidding. Oh, you. Womp, 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 Smash cut. They're at the market. <laughs> We can sell it. Um, Somebody write this movie. <laughs> Stop drilling. You have hit oil. <laughs> See what happens when we're unsupervised? I know. Aaron, there's no Elena to call us down and no Aaron to... No Elena to, to look annoyed and start looking at her phone. What if her ears are literally burning right now? If I can help it, they are. They probably got black stripping all over them, so they probably are. Well, they're doing some weird sex stuff. Yeah, they are. That, I heard something about a dungeon... But anyway, there's going to be a lot of a lot of racially inappropriate outfits at this thing that they're at, and key swapping. It's going to be what really is key swapping? You ever heard of a key party? No. You're, you mean to sit there and tell me with a straight face that you've never heard of a key party? No. It's like uh, an old swingers party. Everybody come to the uh, come to a house and a bunch of couples, and then they don't put their keys in a bowl, and the uh, a guy would pick out a set of keys, and he get to fuck whoever's keys they are wife and then a girl would pick a set of keys and he'd fuck whoever's keys they are husband. Sounds like a great idea. Sounds like honest, a lot of fun. Variety. Yeah. Spice of life. It's probably single-handedly responsible for spreading sexually transmitted diseases. And what we've discussed this is actually really difficult to get male-female sexual transmitted diseases. Well, AIDS is kind of hard. Or HIV is kind of hard, I think. Yeah. It's actually really hard. Um, but herpes, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Herpes. Uh, hepatitis. Yeah. It's like the bulldog of diseases. Then go away. Neither is herpes. Huh? Neither is herpes. Right. You'll have flare-ups. Trust me. Mm -hmm. I know a guy. Who knows a guy? <laughs> it's Matt Shelton. <laughs> Speaking of Matt Shelton, <laughs> I saw him at the old Geobot the other day. You saw him at the Geobot? Yeah. He, uh, he's, he's looking pretty uh, pretty in shape there. He uses. Uh, he usually drinks Budweiser. When he came over for the fights last night, he had uh, some sort of pretentious bullshit beer. <laughs> I was like, are you not drinking Budweiser because they changed their name to America to pander to rednecks? said, yes, I'm not drinking it until they change it back. <laughs> Budweiser changed your name to America? For the summer, yeah. <laughs> the look on your face, I wish it was audible. <laughs> I think it is to anybody who knows me. <laughs> I can imagine people sitting around going, Jesus Christ, you hear that look John just gave? <laughs> Wait, he's not kidding. <laughs> the shuck unplugging and going down to kick the shit out of every... Budweiser drinks. It's funny. It's a. It's a. Who owns it now? A company from Norway. Yes, yeah, Germany. It's some foreign company. It's a German. Bunch of foreigners. Bunch of foreigners coming in, taking our beer and our gears. Making our beer. Beer. Back to the pile. 
Anyway. Anywho. Um, I had many things to talk about. Not really. But I have uh, a couple things here I can look up. Hugh Jackman will be reprising his role as Wolverine again. One final go-round. That elicited no response whatsoever. Yeah, I could give... <laughs> They're good! I've never seen them, and I'm just... The Wolverine was a great movie. Like, just, the, just called The Wolverine. It was a really good movie. There's a group of people out there that will send you nudes if you, vote, if you do not vote for Donald Trump. And they're not good nudes. No, they're good nudes. Oh. They're naked chicks. They're hot people. Oh, I get what you're... I get... Okay, if you don't vote for Donald Trump, then they'll send you naked pictures. Yeah. Awesome. It's uh, the hashtag Never Trump movement just took an unexpectedly sexy turn. Wow, wow, wow. A new campaign dub, dubbed Tramps Against Trump is encouraging Americans to vote for anyone besides Donald That's Trump. awesome. The presumptive pre- Republican presidential nominee in exchange for performing this civic duty. Tramps Against, against Trump... We'll send you a nude photo of of your liking. I have to say this. Um, I was talking about this. Mitch McConnell was on uh, Meet the Press, I think it was, and they were interviewing him. And he was repeatedly asked the question, because if anybody doesn't know this, Donald Trump uh, recently got into some hot water again for saying something extraordinarily racist about a judge, a sitting judge, who's suspect because he is of Latino heritage. He is born in Indiana and is an American citizen. But because he's Latino, he should be suspect. He's not fair. About his uh, Trump University thing? Yes, exactly. He should be disqualified. Exactly. That's what he's saying. Fucking moron. And, uh, but I couldn't agree with him more, but still, you don't say <laughs> Yeah, it. I mean, come on. <laughs> You throw beans at the guy yeah. and you get it over with. <laughs> you throw taco salad. At I mean, you everybody tor- knows that you tortilla his windows <laughs> instead of bologna. Yes. <laughs> um, anywho, they had me Mitch- sweetheart. I'm gonna throw some bologna. At your <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> now get me a pile of cigarettes and some whiskey, whore. Um. <laughs> yeah, we've we've really gone off. It's it's terrible. We are some Indians and we are off the reservation. It's not safe where we are right now. <laughs> but they had Mitch McConnell. Uh, More like Bitch McFonnell. Uh, hey! That was really good. Yeah. I'm off my game. That, no, that was a good one. Bitch McFonnell? Yeah. Like a fawn. Like he's a bitchy little fawn. Gonna get fucked. A little faggoty Bambi. Yeah. Faggoty Bambi. <laughs> but he was repeatedly asked the question. I'm a terrible person. Is what... Donald Trump said racist and he would not answer the question. I don't agree with what he said. Is it racist? I don't agree with it, with what he said. That was his answer every time. He would not answer the fucking question. It's racist. It's, poli- it's racist. It's political Aikido. Yeah, it is. Just misdirection. Just matrixing out of the question. And not skillfully. Like, I can't say it's racist. I got to vote for this fucking guy. I got to pretend like I like him. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, I think he should unite the party. And what he said next was chilling. When they said he has so many people behind him who are of this ilk. And he said, well, I think that uh, American politics has gone in this direction at one point, And now we need to go in another direction. Basically saying that racism needs to have its day again. That was basically what he was saying. I guess one could infer that. I think he, I think it was implied. Yeah, I think it he's was. A, he's a terrible person. Yeah, he you. is. It shames me that he's a fucking Irishman. That's just terrible. Yeah, you guys are no good. No, we're not. You're no good. You're Trunkin no good. Fucking you're patties. No good. Oh, baby, you're no good. You're no good. <laughs> I want to kill myself. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? What are we? What are we doing? I don't know. Um, uh, turns out that uh, Prince overdosed on fentanyl. I've heard this. Pretty bad. Pretty bad drug. I hear. 
uh, it's way more addictive than heroin, I think. Yeah. It's not as addictive as cheeseburgers, though. Hey. He should have been on cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers are awesome. Let's make the Luther. Let's, let's start a cooking show while they're gone. <laughs> What's the Luther? It is a is double. It coach? It's a, no, it's a triple bacon cheeseburger, and the buns are grilled. Donuts? Uh, yes. Okay. Grilled Krispy Kreme donuts. Well, I've seen that. That's Popularized by one a Luther Vandross. That's a thing that they have, and you can order that somewhere, like at minor league baseball games and yeah. shit. Isn't that terrible? I'm How sure would you feel amazing. after you ate that? Oh, like a big pile of dog shit, but, but like while you're eating it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's just awesome. But you know, that makes it so much better. I'm going to die after yeah. it. <laughs> it's going to be worth it. Death by cheeseburger. Sounds like what a great a way to go. It sounds like a great name for a, like a cunty folk band. Who are vegetarians that are against everything. <laughs> yeah. Death by cheeseburger. All their songs are about how vegetables are better than. <laughs> and they're really not. No, they're Let's talk about the food pyramid. You were talking about that earlier. Yeah. The, the, somebody released a study saying that uh, the, all the whole uh, low fat diet things bullshit. Yeah. It's kind of fucked people for the last 40 years saying that you shouldn't eat fats. You should eliminate fats. And well, I think it's causing. Eat bread. I think it's causing. Uh, a lot of our mental problems because you know the brain runs on fats and you know and your joints we have it's so much osteoporosis and it is very much responsible for Alzheimer's disease. Yes, omega threes, fatty fatty acids, and yeah. fats you get from other sources such as red meats. And we're gonna eventually realize avocado, av- the old avocado. I almost bought some avocado oil yesterday at the Walmart. It's just like a bottle. It looked like uh, olive oil. Oh, you can cook with it. Yeah. Okay. And I was I had it in my cart, and then I looked up and saw it was eight dollars for like a nine ounce bottle. Of That's it. a real That's white. Right. Just put that right back. That's a real white people thing with the right olive there. oil. <laughs> I like olive oil. Coconut oil. I got like a gallon tub of it over there for six years, and it's good. It works. <laughs> Apparently, it's not that good because you still got a gallon tub. Yeah, you don't need that much. Oh, okay. Just like a, a spoonfuls, a, a dabble, do you? <laughs> I'm going back to lard. I'm going to start cooking with lard. <laughs> yeah. You know, we cooked uh, at the restaurant that shall not be named. We cooked uh, all of our deep fried foods in in animal fat. Fuck yeah, you did. And it was delicious. Like, everything that came out of that grease was fucking amazing, to, the taste. What's the restaurant that shouldn't be named? Fucking Outback. Outback. Yeah. What a lump of shit. They make a good steak, though. Fuck yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> their food I got no quarrel with their food It's real Australian cuisine <laughs> The blue onion As in Australian is in uh, uh, Some Americans started it After they saw Crocodile Dundee <laughs> yeah. That's how fucking uh, Australian Outback Blue onion has been a staple Of the Australian diet For hundreds of years It dates back to the aboriginals Nigel <laughs> Nigel <laughs> Make that blue <blooming> onion <laughs> I'm getting a headache <laughs> Give me that guppy <laughs> um, Bad at accents <laughs> These bloody things are everywhere They're all the lift, the lorry, and all the mug A gojuk <laughs> Stealing the Simpsons <laughs> Still love that episode Where they throw that Homer says Give me one of those giant Australian beers I keep hearing about He throws one up at the counter It's like this big yeah. I guess it's pretty big <laughs> Something wrong, Yank? <laughs> no it's pretty big, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealanders, we can talk about Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Uh, it, I know your brother's a real smart dude. Does he? How does he feel about the simulation theory? What's that? 
the theory that uh, society is so advanced that uh, that we don't do anything anymore, and we're all in a computer simulation, like the Matrix. Yes, like we're all just hooked up. People are just in chairs, hooked up. Their brains are hooked up to a thing, so they can actually live life. I don't think that's true. Elon Musk says it's very likely, and he's the guy that's reinventing this. He's doing his own space program, uh, Tesla, the automobiles. He's doing. All so that we're shit. all. This is not real. We're all. Yeah, that's what he thinks. He's, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that's real. I don't think that's really. It's a. It's a theory that's been bandied about. I have no idea. I'm not smart enough to. I think that it has maybe whoever, has some credence to it, but I don't think that it's. I wish whoever simulated me made me smarter and better looking. Yeah, I know. I mean, we got to pull it. We got the short end of that fucking stick. Oh, shit, it's bullshit. I think that. See, that's the thing. Maybe the people who are rich and famous know that they're plugged in, and they've, they've been able to manipulate it. Yeah, we just need to figure out how to get into the through the firewall. All right. Of course, then we'd all be Brad Pitt and all the, yeah, and then the all the girls would be sick of fucking Brad Pitt and they want to fuck a truck driver all the exactly. Time. And then we'd all change back to truck. Look driver. at his ham hock fucking. <laughs> oh, his sideburns are out of control. <laughs> Look at his big white pasty legs. Mm, he's got pimples all over his back. Look how flat his ass is. <laughs> he doesn't look like he's ever lifted anything. Heavy. Come here, yeah. growl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for those days. <laughs> Everybody looks like uh, fucking Urkel. Yeah, that'd be become the new standard of beauty. Like every Twilight Zone episode. Do the Urkel. <laughs> oh, Let's talk God. about that for a minute. Urkel? Yeah. I can t- I'm president of the Urkel fan club. That show is so bad they should have called it Fecal Matters. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed that one Yeah That one landed Like a fucking gymnast At the Olympics <laughs> You fucking nailed it You son of a bitch I'm proud to be your friend Right now There you go You know what I'm moving you up To best friend Fuck you Andrew Adkins You're number two in Yeah You and all your talent <laughs> Yeah Jerk off ability to make music And write songs And grow those amazing Stop selling it Stop selling it <laughs> Uh, he's not going to be my friend anymore. Oh, well. Um, yeah, what do you want to say about Family Matters? Nothing. There's nothing to say. It was oh, just, did you like how they just got rid of the the yeah, middle daughter? Star. Yeah, she did. But, like, not that young. <laughs> she didn't. They just got rid of No, her. I'm, yeah. Let's talk about uh, just TGIF in general. What was the original lineup? Uh, yeah, uh, you had Perfect your, Strangers. You had your Perfect Strangers. And now we are so happy we do the Dance of Joy. Did America you? or Burst. He's so funny with his non-pronouncing words. <laughs> you know that cousin Larry was a um, a partner of Lewis Black. They were a comedic team yes, to begin uh, with, and they, he's actually a really good comedian. But he, what's he his name Brian Ben Ben. No, that's, that's the guy from Dream On. I know. <laughs> that was the first time I ever saw tits watching that show. Yeah, HBO was good for that. Yeah, it was a free preview weekend, and I stayed up and I watched Dream On. And- I love Dream On. It's yeah. a good show. He that was a good show. He was married to Mimi Rogers. She was a smoker back oh, in the day. Oh Jesus Christ! What a set of tits on her. What a set of tits on her. Let's talk about Mimi Rogers' tits for the remainder of the episode. They were large, but also just very, not out of control. No, but very large, but perky. They were voluminous. Yes, stood up on their own. It's pretty yeah. pretty sweet. She was married to Tom Cruise, as a matter of fact. Tom Cruise. Yeah, and she's like you know over five feet tall, so you know there was a mismatch in heights. <laughs> Tom Cruise walking on stilts. Like he did on uh, Interview with the Vampire. Yeah. You know that scene? He was on a fucking... He's on a platform. Yeah. 
That's the fucking. That is so sad. He was midget arms draped over Brad Pitt's shoulder. <laughs> His weird midget hand touching the beautiful Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt had to take a nine-hour shower after that. <laughs> fucking creepy circus hands. Okay, <laughs> let's go into the Tom Cruise thing. I don't like Tom Cruise personally. Like he's. I've never met him. Where did you? No, no. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. I'm talking about the shit he does. Okay. I think he's probably a really nice guy. He's just also maybe sort of dumb, and he got roped into a dumb religion when he was young. I think that and now he can't. No, no, I, I don't think that's it. You know what I think happened? I think he got into it because it was the thing to do at the time, and now they have so much dirt on him that he can't get out. Mm. Like John Travolta, you know that's what drove John Travolta crazy. Yeah, John Travolta is a genuinely great guy and gay. You know he is gay. I mean, it, I, probably. Gay. I think it's. Accept it, and nobody cares. John, we love you. We don't care. You know, I care a little bit. Why? Because the one time I met him, he didn't come on to me. He didn't ask me to jerk him off when I was massaging him. He's John Travolta. Yeah, but I'm a beautiful man. I'm statuesque. You are statuesque, <laughs> Dutch. But come on, let's be realistic here. I was literally modeled after the Greek gods. <laughs> I was modeled after the ugly Titans from Hercules. <laughs> I was modeled I was after misshapen and I was modeled lumpy. after Buddha. <laughs> What a happy dude. Yeah. Just sat there, big smile on his chubby face. He said great things like life is suffering. Thanks. <laughs> a religion formed around a guy that didn't want a religion formed around him. Yeah. It's not really a religion. Uh, it's a... Buddhists are actually atheists. It's a philosophy, right? Yeah. It is an offshoot of Hinduism. Sure. The most no clue. The most tolerant of religions. The most tolerant of religions is atheism. That's not a religion. It's also one of the least tolerant. Yeah. The vocal atheists are assholes. Oh, they're <laughs> such fucking cunts. How dare you believe in something? <laughs> because that's my choice and I can do that. <laughs> what you got here? Family Matters. It's a recognition. This day, this is the same song as Full House. News on the newspaper. Carl Winslow. Love and tradition. On the grand design. <laughs> is that not slightly racist? Of course it is. Well, but I like how they didn't. They didn't depict. African Americans in a negative way. That was it was just situational comedy. That is actually a positive. Which city were they in? Chicago? I think they're Chicago. Yeah. Now where was uh, Step by Step? That was Step by Step, I don't remember. I think that was the South. I don't remember. I know Full House was San Francisco. Wake up. Let's uh, let's kick some uh, perfect strangers in there. That hold on, I'm looking up step by step real quick. Okay. It's the bigger love of the family. But do 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 do. I can't find this the uh, opening theme, but I can find the new kids on the block song. Step by step. Yes. <laughs> High five. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> He's jumping over the drum kit because he doesn't play. Donnie's my favorite. I like Joe. <laughs> and Joe. <laughs> was he the big one who looked kind of like a monkey? I think that was Danny. Danny, yeah. Joe was the one from Boston who's actually really fucking hilarious. He was on uh, the heat. Step by 
Are you a knock? <laughs> what am I speaking fucking Greek over here? Knock! Oh, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> it's really awesome. They're wearing the craziest outfits. Look at that hair. Mm. They wear some handsome lads. They're still good looking. It's so, it's so angry. I like when they sing the, their parts of step one and, and Danny actually had his one line in the song. We can have lots of fun. <laughs> Now I'm going to have to let it get to that point. Yeah, I know, right? Look what you did. Well, it's a great song. Come on. Get up and dance, Dutch. Come on. No. Come on. We can form a guy group. We can form a guy group. We can. I think we should do that. Well, I mean, we're we're better looking than all for one. Dudes aplenty. That was Conan's guy group that he had there in the late 90s. Conan O'Brien. Dudes aplenty. I never saw that. Weren't they all like average looking? Like I think there was, it was just a bunch of comedic actors. Oh, I thing too. Dudes are plenty. I'm not letting it get to that part. Step one. Uh oh. I love the intro. We're gonna see him. America burst is coming. There it is. Ah, he did it. So funny. He did the thing. That Look, we he's like. on a boat. Nothing to rearrange. Look at that 80s Mustang. It's a 70s Mustang. Cousin Larry is moving to the city. You mean Mark Lynn Baker? Are they in Chicago too? Uh, that's in New York City. No, it is, isn't it? Fucking Bronson Pinchot with that nose. This is a great chorus, though. Ding No, they are in Chicago. Chicago, yeah. What is it with Chicago in this? Oh, a lot of writers are from Chicago because Second City and all that. No, oh, so Chicago they, apparently is a lovely city. This episode has been a complete train wreck listening oh, to. Yeah. I want to kill myself. <laughs> I know I keep saying it, I keep threatening it. I've got the the do it. I've got the name of the episode. (laughs) Dutch and Chuck, the end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Or Chuck and Dutch. She has my. (laughs) Or do you want to put your name first? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think it sounds better with my name first. It's just more. It it, it pops. What else can we uh, pontificate about? Look up and play to (laughs) fill up time. Bronson Pinchot. No, let's discuss Bronson Pinchot for a second. Well, I only know him from two things. Beverly Hills Cop and Perfect Strangers. Yes. He was in Risky Business. He was not in Risky Business. Yes, he was. He was in Risky Business. He played his... Agree to agree. Okay. <laughs> so was Curtis Booger Armstrong. Curtis Booger Armstrong. Who gave one of the greatest speeches of all time. Sometimes, Joel, you got to say, what the fuck? What the fuck brings you freedom? He was in a couple Freedom movies. brings you opportunity. Was he not in a couple movies with... Uh, Curtis Armstrong is actually a good actor. Yeah, he was great. in Ray and d- d- plays Ahmet... Uh, I can't remember his name. But Zappa? No. Ahmet Zappa? No, it's Frank Zappa's son. I know. Ahmet and... Um, what's the other one? Dweezil. Dweezil. Moon Unit. <laughs> his daughter. Come on, man. What were you thinking? <laughs> Fucking Frank Zappa. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Um, Let the guy call his kids what he wants He was in um, Risky Business he played a guy named Dalby And he was He was really funny Risky Business is a good movie 
Joe Joey Pants is in that. Joe Pantoliano. Pantoliano. And and a smoking hot fucking Rebecca DeMornay getting oh. naked as fuck and getting nailed oh, on a yeah. chair. Dutch. <laughs> Finish already. We got a show. Oh, it's a fart. <laughs> yeah. My farts are sensual. <laughs> Rebecca De Mornay, though, was a smoke show back then. She's still, I mean, I don't, I don't know when the last time she I saw was her. in Hand Rock's Cradle, too. She was just crazy. The gland that cocks the dreidel. It's the Jewish porn version. I've got a fully funded 401. And that's the end. We are going to have sex at some point. My dick is all meatus. <laughs> uh, that makes me sad. <laughs> That his dick is all meatus. Well, that it looks like the fucking plant from uh, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Ooh, that's <laughs> fucking gross. Feed me, feed me, Seymour. Can we discuss Steve Martin and that? How he was the greatest fucking character ever is that dentist? <laughs> yes, and how Bill Murray was. The better character than him when he was a masochist who liked to get fucking hurt. And he came in, he couldn't hurt him, and it pissed Steve Martin off. Oh, yeah. Ah, ah, ah. Hurt me. Yeah, yeah. He's like, suddenly Seymour standing beside me. Suddenly Seymour. <laughs> Why are you playing yak? I don't know. I'm running out of ideas. <laughs> and now I see why we keep the, the fun employment files also on PFR Radio Network to uh, an hour. Yeah, we, sometimes we go over. Doesn't matter. Who gives a fuck? If you don't like what we're doing, make your own thing. <laughs> this is our thing. Hey, hey. Remember that on Donnie Brasco? Hey, look at my thing. That's your thing. Look at my thing. This is. Uh, what? That's a good movie. I haven't seen it. Donnie Brasco? Yeah. It's good. It's a... Uh... Sorry. It's uh... <laughs> it's better. <laughs> but I've been like that the entire show. Nah, it's been fine. Okay. Um, Johnny Depp, great as Joe Pistone, was his real name, was a FBI agent. Um, and uh, it's solid. It, directed by an Englishman, by Mike Newell. Who directed Four Weddings and a Funeral? A filthy Englishman. Probably so gay. Probably. Yeah. Probably mincing like all those dock workers at in, in English ports that could kick the fucking shit out of basically anyone. Come yeah. here! Come here! We have that image of Brits that does not jive with actual reality. The fact that in places like Birmingham and, you know... Birmingham! Birmingham! Um, and places like that, they're really tough... Birmingham! Fuck, they're really tough fucking people. Like... Yet they still fag out on tea and crumpets. <laughs> they're civilized, but they're still tough. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, that whole thing. See, they, they've, they've learned. America, listen. Okay. Listen. You can still be tough. Hey, listen. And you. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> you call that a sit up, Trevor? We should get Kevin and play seven minutes in Kevin. That was extraordinarily gross. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me the creeps. <laughs> <laughs> No, the, the the British tough people, like the the Cockneys, even they're they have a vocabulary and they're and they're tough, but they're also intelligent. They they're they're a country where intelligence and eloquence is still valued. Mm-hmm. You know, even Not so much here. 
No. Here we've got an anti-intellectual bent. They don't have it there. They don't. They look positively on people who can speak well and stuff like that. They don't. They don't look down on them. I get weird looks from like the people that I work with <laughs> whenever I talk about things that aren't racing or racism or. Yeah, me too. It's just or when when you unconsciously throw out a word that's you know that's a big word, but that we use you know just in talk, talking about shit and. You know, I got weird looks almost at every job I've worked with that. You know, when they throw out a word and they're like, whoa, 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 trying to sound smart. I'm like, no, I just talk that way. I, I read. I educate myself. I think it's a valued, a valuable thing to do. Well, they were, talk, the, they were doing some sort of safety meeting at one of the meetings we had for the gremlin hunting. And they were talking about mosquitoes. And I said, you know, mosquitoes are responsible for killing uh, half of the people that have ever died, ever. And they all looked at me weird and they're like, fuck you guys, I read. <laughs> yeah. And it's <laughs> and it's really uncomfortable sometimes, like because we've all felt that where you you're talking and especially you know what I've noticed with girls, especially, like when you want to just nail some hot piece of ass and you start talking smart, she doesn't want to fuck you anymore. That's a thing. Maybe you're talking to the wrong girls. Fair enough. <laughs> there are guys. There there are girls who are turned on by intelligence. Like that's, you know, like it doesn't matter what the guy looks like. They're what? Are, what are they, they're called uh, sapiosexuals, and they that, that means guys can do that too, right? Yeah, it's like a. It's, I think it's a. It's a. It's a gender or something now. Maybe not gender, but like a sexual preference. Yeah, it is. You're only turned on by intelligence. Well, intelligence makes your uh, your dick wallet sloppy. I was talking. I was talking. <laughs> to Look at me talking all technical. <laughs> your dick wallet sloppy. <laughs> I was talking to a girl one time and you know, you're, you're flirting and you're trying to, you're trying to play the percentages. So of course you send, you don't want to know, want them to know how smart you are. But then in the, in the scope of conversation, you find out she's smart. And then I had one girl said, you know, why don't you lead with that? Why don't you lead with, cause we were talking about the Roman empire or something. We got onto that. She said, why don't you lead with that? Why don't you come here and fuck me right now? <laughs> because you told me that. And indeed I did. It got me laid. Being smart got me laid. Which actually. one of our listeners moms was it? Aaron. <laughs> the one that's usually here. No. Oh, different Aaron? Yeah. You know Aaron. Oh, yeah. A- down on the corner, Aaron. Down you the know, street. That guy. You know? Yeah. He's a great guy. <laughs> you couldn't think of another name. You know two people. <laughs> <laughs> that's a legit, couldn't pull that's a legit story. That's a legit story, though. Couldn't I got another laid. name. Right I got laid of- because I knew something. Who knew? And you're no Einstein. No. You couldn't pull another name besides Aaron out of the air. I couldn't. Really couldn't. Our father who art in Kevin. <laughs> I don't I keep going back to it sounds Kevin. like a gay porn, gay porn. <laughs> I know it is probably like with priests <laughs> based around it. If it's not, we'll make it. I'm going to do a subreddit of the week. I've been obsessed with this album lately. It's really fucking good. It's the killers. It's really good. We listened to it yesterday. It was fucking badass. What were we talking about? How good it was? I like the pre-chorus. When yeah. they're building to it. I love that shit. God, that cigarette smells good. I've been on a trail for a little while. That was the night. R slash man-made pussy. I don't have it pulled up right now. Okay. I just remember it. 
That's right, sapiosexuals. If you can't get laid, why don't you go to r slash man-made pussy. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's an 80s song. That's it just an 80s song. It's a great song. Yeah. It's a great fucking song. I wish somebody would bring back the 80s sound. I mean, they, are, they are, but I wish... The 80s sound was good in a lot of ways. Big, you know, brash, loud. You know. They, well, see, they had... Something that a lot of bands don't have now, which is dynamics. Loud, quiet, loud, quiet, loud. Yeah, yeah. Quiet, you know, it's a wave instead of a solid line. Well, I was listening to Steve Winwood again this morning. I uh, can't believe you were listening to Steve Winwood. <sighs> May I continue? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he, 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 his, his songs are very dynamic. They have. He was before he was the '80s pop guy. He was just a musician and a good one. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, and like Bruce Hornsby too. Bruce Hornsby is just a musician who just the way became an '80s pop guy and had great songs. And I I miss that the the just bare, like Brian Adams, bare bones singer songwriter who makes a great fucking song. Not any kind of horseshit. Like music is just it's a wasteland at the moment. Like mainstream music is. Oh yeah, because it's. Lowest common denominator Right It's become so terrible That you know It's bad when you Yearn for the days Of glossed out pop Because it was dynamic It did have Yeah if things. we're gonna have Songs that don't really Mean anything Or anything Let's like, make sure They're good yeah, songs Let them at least be good Yeah At least you know Who, who, who was on the other day uh, There was a song by Oh that's, that was one of my Favorite things this week I would do virtually anything to throw one up in Megan Trainer. She is so <laughs> fucking hot. <laughs> throw one up in Megan Trainer. Her ass and hips are so fucking amazing, and she is so fucking sexy for some reason. My lord. <laughs> I watch her videos. Her music's got awful, but I watch it just to see her. You put them on mute and listen to yeah. Def Leppard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pour some sugar on me and imagine she's stripping for me. Yeah, I got dollars. It gets really... I'm sure shirt, I'm shirtless. It's really bad. <laughs> There's Crisco. You don't want to know. The dog's freaked out. <laughs> you did this in my living room. Baxter has cowered in a corner ever since. <laughs> he asked for it. Whoa. Okay, Duke Lacrosse. He asked to put the <laughs> Megan Trainer mask on. Okay, <laughs> he, his mouth can't form words. He telepathed it over. Well, now you're giving him a lot more credit than I ever did. So. <laughs> I think you might be mentally ill. <laughs> no, but that she is like just give her a look. Sometimes she is a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Oh, I've seen her. I've seen her. She's a piece of ace. Yeah. But what I find disturbing is that she's got this one video for that song, No, where she's talking about a guy she don't want to talk to in a club. And they still haven't come to the point where they can have a girl who's not traditionally small and built like that. She has to wear a coat during the whole thing. And she's built amazingly. Like her her one waist would, is one tiny. Would say brick shithouse. She is. Like she's what what we would call a breeder. Those, you know, with the big <laughs> hips and the big ass, and she's just hot. And she's not allowed to show it off. I don't think it's right. Unless you're Nicki Minaj showing a surgically enhanced, stupid-looking fucking ass, you know, 
Her ass is weird. It's yeah, it's extremely weird. She's just a weird person. Is this Megan Trainer? Yes, it is. And you'll see what I'm talking about. I think it's so cute. And she can sing. And I think it's so She's talented. How you You get a glimpse of how hot she is a couple of times in this video, but I feel I know she walks good according to the very first part of the video. In uh, a thigh high boots. She's wearing wrestling boots with heels. Is no, my sign is no, my number is no. You need to let it go. She's got a jaw on her, too. Yeah, she does. That's sexy, too. My name is no, my sign is no. This song is brutally terrible. Yeah, it is. It's really fucking bad. One of the worst things I've ever This is my least favorite thing. What you gonna say? You ain't running game. It's a terrible song. It is. It really is. It's I like you less now. It sounded like the fucking song. I like her. But she made the song. She should be punished for this. She didn't write that. <laughs> she might have. <laughs> no. Fucking misogynist. <laughs> saying a girl can't write a song? No, I'm saying that the music industry is not created for songwriters. It's created for artists. Artists. It's for singers. Yeah. You're not an artist unless you write your... There we go. There we go. Hey. Got a little bit of that in it. Well, looky there. See, but then it's back to that. And then there's a the silhouette. Then there's the coat. And then there's the It's a sweet coat though Yeah it is a pretty sweet coat It's a duster I think Sweet duster There she is Getting the old uh, Coquettish stare Over her shoulder Which is really (laughs) awesome There she is In the red dress Which is my favorite thing Now she's in lingerie You tell me They didn't let her Show off her body Look look, How much did they Show of her Plenty No not really Maybe she didn't Want to get shown Maybe it was up to her Fair enough I'm just saying That they just Showed her asshole My favorite part Of the video very furry She should train someone to Wax that She should bleach it <laughs> Freshly bleached asshole There's nothing quite like it <laughs> <laughs> It's weird that this is the last episode We're going out on a very low note <laughs> Brought our D game <laughs> F game Not even an F plus well, not, not an E game either, because we really didn't even try. No, no, no. No preparation. We're not good at this. Just preparation H for our we're not good at this. hemorrhoidal assholes. For a minute, I thought we were good at this. We're not good we're at not. this. We're not. It's, no. it's pretty bad. No. I can't believe you fucking morons listen to this. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I think we should all kill ourselves. <laughs> Sitting there with your fucking ankle bracelets. <laughs> Listen to a couple of fucking idiots talk about stuff they have no no idea what they're talking about. Cooking meth in clear violation of your probation. Yeah. We're what people listen to while they're cooking meth. Not even good meth. Not Walter White meth. No. No, terrible Jesse meth. Jesse meth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking rot gut meth. You know yeah. that meth. Yeah, it's really bad. Heartburn the next day. Yeah, they don't even use like really Duracell batteries. They yeah. use the Rayovacs. Yeah, they, yeah, they get the fucking shit. They don't have the copper piping or anything. Yeah, it's dumb. They use terrible beakers. Yeah. These plastic measuring cups instead of beakers. I don't trust the meth. The people they don't even use the brand name Sudafed. Uh, no, they get fucking Odafed or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Odafed? I don't know. Wallafed. <laughs> Boba Fed. Hey! Hey! I'm a nerd. Look at me. Well, we've succeeded in 
making content. <laughs> what do you think? What do you say? We, we killed sh- the podcast. We did it. <laughs> let's just shut this thing down. What let's, do you think? let's do it. All right, guys. This has been episode 57. We tried. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in and listen to Dutch try to Dutch and Chuck try and fail miserably. <laughs> it was we did some OK stuff on this. It was the okayest episode. Yeah, it was one of the more okay episodes. Hopefully, this isn't the episode that the West Virginia Podcasters Association listens to to determine next year's podcast of the year. Yeah, we really need to bring up our A game next yeah. time. I mean, we really need to push for it next week. Yeah, got to keep pushing. We got to get Mister Cartoon and Beeper in here. Oh yeah, we do. Old yeah. Jewel Huffman. Yeah, yeah, Mister Cartoon or not Beeper molested me when I was a child. Well, that's a whole episode right there. Yeah. What the fuck was Beeper anyway? A thing. It was like an extra costume left over from HR Puff and stuff. <laughs> they just, so some guy found it and Jewel Huffman was like, hey, I'll have this guy as my sidekick on my terrible Saturday morning cartoon show. I love Which I was on one time. Really? Were you really? <laughs> yes, I was. Can you find a picture of that? No. Damn it. Uh, maybe. My mom might have one. I don't know. I don't talk to my mom though. Mr. Cartoon. We just text. <laughs> Do you say sup to your mom? <laughs> you up? <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it rub one out all right guys uh episode 57 is in the books thanks for listening go to the uh jennings second annual jennings family reunion there and um that place that i said earlier <laughs> listen to andrew atkins get his uh new album wooden heart joking aside it is really good i've listened to it three times i really enjoyed it digital copy didn't even have to put it in the CD player. Nice. Some sort of 90s kid. I'm getting depressed over putting CDs in things. I don't like having to pick things up and put them in things. No, I'm just saying it's like, you know, it's old and crappy (laughs) and you're like, I'm doing this and it makes me feel like. (sighs) What am I? Some some sort of a pioneer man? Like a a fucking, uh, one of the the guys that that go west. Settlers. A settler. Yeah. Trading. Churning, raccoon pelts churning butter and listening to cds yeah terrible that was the worst saturday ever yeah i hated it anyway guys thanks for listening um uh, tell your friends teach them how to podcasts work tell your mothers that we love them and we can't wait to smack around their beautiful pussies uh, <laughs> and Bye.